0: Guys, welcome back to the podcast, and I'm joined in studio by the new ISK World Muay Thai champion, Mister Joe Craven. Yo, <laughs> Joe, how are you? How are you doing?
1: I'm all right. yeah. I'm I'm on cloud nine still. Um, I've just got out at the gym. Um, straight back to it. Uh, I had a day off yesterday, and then yeah, straight back to it on the Tuesday. So no rest i just, it's it's one of them i go to america in two weeks. i'm doing a seminar tour out in florida so i didn't want to go out to america all fat and out of shape <laughs> if not i just eat myself into oblivion. okay
0: <laughs> so i mean i would have thought that okay there's the trip to america they've just mentioned they've got coming up um but i've thought you know world champion world muay thai champion that's a big, big deal. that's a big, big achievement. I thought you'd have given yourself at least a week off just doing what you like, eating what you like. I mean, after all the hard work and the accomplishment, the achievement and, you know, the tiles we you now go under the belt. So under the, the belt, you now gone the other belt. Um, I would have given yourself a week off because, you know, you've earned it. You deserve it. You know? all the hard work has paid off.
1: Yeah. Um, do you know what a lot of it is as well? Um, with me going to America, Obviously, I PT as well on the side. I do tie boxing PTs as my, like, so I can do tie boxing full time. I've got people who are on, like, block bookings and stuff like that. So I don't want to just take people's money and then me just swan off every now and again and they can't do with the PTs. So I still want to be fair with people, let them do the PTs. Plus, it gives me something to do because, like I say, if not, I just eat anything in sight and it's, it's not good for me.
0: I know that, that is good. That um, even though that that's I think you're co- coming from the perspective of even though this is um one win, but it's a big win, uh you know that you still gotta keep on working towards the next one and after that the, the next one. It's you you're never done until it's never over until it's over, really.
1: Just another stepping stone. Oh, just course. just another stepping stone when I wanna be. So I
0: mean um yeah, well, how are things now that you're the champion? I mean, are like people stopping in the streets for photos? I mean, you just had a big interview on BBC Leeds. You told me about. I'm still yeah, <laughs> yeah. that video. I mean, you should be not like um, a celebrity now.
1: No, I won't go as far as that. I don't know. Um, I've... it's one of them. Obviously, I've been, I've been, my phone's been blowing up. People messaging me and stuff, and then there's been a couple of people tonight come to the gym asking for photos and stuff like that. We've had some people from Germany who have come visit and stuff like that. So like that that side of side of things, yeah, but nothing and I'm still the same person, you know what I mean?
0: No, that's uh no good they say that it's not success that changes it, but actually it's fame. And some people from what I can see in the sports and what in fact any kind of industry that does have a lot of public attention, it is in um in the public lights um pete you know um the fame does change them they tend to become as in well they let the fame get to their heads really is what i'm saying
1: yeah Um, yeah that's not for me
0: so uh well the fight itself against um mike wakeling i mean um, of course you want how did it go what was the feeling throughout um all the rounds was was the feeling from start to finish walking into the cage and walking, walking into the ring, excuse me, and walking out of the ring with the belt wrapped around your waist?
1: Uh, It was a weird one. Um, I was nervous, as always, for the fight. I woke up at, I think, 2 o'clock in the morning on the day of the fight, and I just couldn't get back to sleep, which was an absolute nightmare. I mean, I just, I just stayed in bed, so I had my eyes shut, and I stayed off my phone and stuff like that, so... I suppose I was still getting my rest. um, But yeah, woke up as I always do, just nervous. I, I struggle badly with nerves. Mm-hmm. I spoke to my mind coach that morning and I spoke to her again in the afternoon. And then as I got to the ring, uh, as I got to the venue, my, my nerves seemed to just disappear, which isn't normally like me. Normally I get really nervous, but for this, you know what it is, for this camp, I left nothing unturned. Like when I say I gave it my everything, it were one of them wing lose draw. I would have been happy with what I, I would have been proud of myself because I give myself everything into that. So, yeah, to come away with a title, it were it were a weird one. I felt I felt a place in the ring. I felt sharp. I felt like I were controlling the fight. Um, and yeah, when it came off, it came off like I didn't expect to knock him out especially I didn't expect to knock him out like I did because Mike Wakeland's never ever ever been dropped in his career let alone knocked out so and like I say he's only had three losses in his whole career uh, a UK legend so I definitely didn't expect to knock him out I went in there confident I was going to win but I didn't think I was going to knock him out and definitely didn't think I'd knock him out in the fashion I did Um, but yeah to come out with the win come out with the title i was just i was so proud of myself and and it it sounds weird but i've kind of had that as my goal for a long long time obviously everyone at bad company there's so many world champions at bad company and i didn't really feel as if i'd secured as much as i am part of like the furniture in bad company and stuff like that i didn't really feel as if i'd secured my spot as such my place because i didn't have a world title Obviously, you've got Liam and Malida, Jordan Watson, James Franz, Steven, um, David Mack, Lisa Smith. The, the list goes on of how many world champions there is and obviously I were missing on that list. So to finally add that world title, it, it was just a nice, it were a nice feeling to think, yes, I'm part of that group.
0: You felt, um, until you had that world title, that is that you felt, can I say, out of place, that really, for you, that kind of like cemented your place next to those people or so?
1: A little bit as such, yeah. Um, it's one of that. like I say, it are just not out of place as such because I do think our gym is like a family, but I think it was just personal in my own head. No one felt made me feel out of place or all like that, but it was just in my own head, like, Everyone were a world champion. I was still yet to earn my stripes. You know what I mean. So now i I've finally won that world title. I feel like I've earned my stripes a little bit.
0: You no, know, no. I I understand that. No, I know. Well, not that I, I can, of course I'm not a for an athlete, but when you when it's like when you start something, new, you're building on it. You're building experience and you're building a career. You feel there's certain achievements you have to have or so that makes you feel. Oh, feel. Let me say on an equal footing with all the other people
1: yeah man. yeah 100 percent.
0: i read in the post that when you posted you so wasn't say your victory um uh, stance or so with the belt drapes over your shoulder on instagram um you said you've been doing this sport since four years old yeah can you cause it's the first one of me speaking to you speaking with you and one of the things i always like to do is just ask the um that my guest how um uh, how you got into the sports and just some background, you know what led you to combat sports and then more specifically in your case Muay Thai.
1: Um, so what it was was my mum and dad, their best friend, did their son did Thai boxing. So it worked like my mum and dad did combat sports, right? Their their friends' son did Thai boxing, and I think it was a case of just sending me off to Thai boxing and then they can go for a coffee with their friends. Something as simple as that, but it was just like, I just stuck to it and it was just like, I were hooked. I, was like, I was, like I said, I were only four, so I don't really know what I are doing. I was probably just running around punching a bag and stuff. I've ADHD, so I were probably just happy away just punching stuff and, you know, doing something and then but I've always enjoyed learning. But like I loved school. I loved uh, Even now in, in the gym, I love learning. So I don't know whether it was I enjoyed the learning process of it and stuff like that. I, I don't know. But, yeah, I always stuck to it. And then, yeah, just the opportunities is give me, being able to travel the world and stuff like that, like, yeah, I'm, I'm so thankful that I stuck at it.
0: Was there as in did you find say quite even though you started from a very, very young age, did you find it at times to be very therapeutic? And probably that's the reasons that maybe it's the reasons why you stuck with it.
1: I don't do you know what it is? I don't really know. Um obviously now I see it as therapy It's like if I'm ever having an hard day or all like that. Or mentally, I'm finding something tough. I find training always helps, me. It puts me in a better place. But it's all like, especially back then, it's all I've ever known. So I don't really know any different as such. So I think a life without tie boxing, if you were to take tie boxing out of my life now, I think I'd be a bit lost because I wouldn't really know what I'm doing. Because obviously, I've done it since I was four. Obviously, it's my work, a PT. I, do everything like that A fight so I think if you were to take tie boxing off me completely I'd be a bit like in no man's land as such because I've always done it so yeah I suppose you could say it is quite therapeutic but without me realising
0: before as in before a fight just walking into I can't ask you already before with the, uh, your win um, against um like uh, Wakeling um. In general, overall in uh, your career in the past, before a fight, walking in there, I mean, what is your mental state like? In fact, what is your mental state like in the preparation, the lead-up, your fight camp? What are you feeling like? Is it? Um, of course, you always stay on the positive side, but you always thinking, what does your opponent have in the artillery? What could they use in their offence on, on fight day?
1: Do you know what it is? I always doubt myself. Which is crazy. I know people say oh you should be positive and stuff like that. I doubt myself so much and I'm so critical of myself. I actually see a mind coach quite quite regular. Uh she's called Dr. Zoe Judson. Um and to be honest, she's changed my life. But even like now I still I have so many doubts. I'm so nervous. Like I don't get in my mirror, and I'm confident and stuff like that but I'm always battling with them doubts. Like for this one, I knew Mike were very good with his elbows. And then I can remember one day I was just in the shower and all I'm visioning is me getting cut up with elbows. And I'm thinking, nah, nah, this ain't going to happen. This ain't going to happen. I'm going to do everything possible not to let that happen. So I kind of use them doubts and see them visions and battle against them by training even harder. So that doesn't happen. Does that make sense?
0: hmm of course, uh, definitely. I mean, I, I should have asked you earlier. You, you have a mind coach, yeah, but uh, that's uh, that's actually pretty um, pretty good. I mean, when did you, is, is there something you've had now, um, in the past? Is it something you had quite long term, or is it some someone who you recently started seeing?
1: So, I started working with Zowe probably around February time maybe January. Oh. um, And to be honest, I just think it's made me develop as a person, not even just as an athlete, but as a person so much more. But I think about things a lot differently now. And yeah, I just think it's, it's taken my career to the next level. I start, I, I train a lot more. I'm a lot more dedicated to my training now. And just my outlook on the fights and stuff like that. I just, I'm a lot more positive about things.
0: Would you say as in for people who, especially in mixed martial arts, um, what <laughs> I keep saying mixed martial arts, but I mean, combat sports as as a whole, because it's very, very, very physical and it's on a stage in front of a lot of people. Some are rooting for you, some are rooting against you, rooting for your opponent. Um, Would you say it's, For some people, it's worth having, worth going to see someone.
1: 100%. I think realistically, your mental state is one of the most important things at the end of the day, especially if you, I mean, at any level, realistically, but especially top level, you both fit. You both got two hands. You both got two legs. You both got two elbows. You both got two knees. So it, it comes down to who's got a better mind. Do you know what I mean? Because at the yes. end of the day, you've probably both trained so hard. Your weapons are so sharp. Like it's it is a case on who's like like they say, combat combat sports are like a game of chess. It's just who's who's a lot more stronger mentally. And I just I just think having someone like a mind coach can just take you that next level.
0: I was Listen to an interview that you had recently with um, I think the guy's name was Pindi or so. Oh yeah, yes. And there's something that you said that really caused me. to, I was just thinking about it quite curiously. Um, you said that you don't like um uh, any form of combat sports. You're not you're not too fond of it. But the one combat sport I hear watching that, it, yeah. But the one you actually can watch is boxing. Why is that?
1: Do you know what? I don't know. I think Mm. it's... Do you know what it is with Thai boxing? With Thai boxing, I think I've done it since I was four years old. I see Thai boxing fights week in, week out. Like For me, they're all the same. It's just like... I mean, don't get me wrong. The top, 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 top ones, I'll be like, yeah, it gets me interested, but... When I see it that often, I go to shows every other week, whether I'm fighting or I've got people I coach fighting. I see that many fights. It's just like... And plus, obviously, I train. I'm in the gym every single day. Mm. So it's just a case of, like, I see this every day. So it's not really anything what wows me as such. It's not something I can look forward to every week. Does that make Mm. sense? So UFC... And it, well, see UFC MMA. I watch my friends fight. So when my friends fight on UFC, um I watch them, so like Paddy, Mole, Mark, all them sort of people. I watch all them people fight. But I don't understand the ground game. So I don't understand jujitsu. So I think that's what makes me not enjoy the the MMA side of things because I don't because I don't understand what's going on. I don't really find any interest in it. Mm, and boxing okay. bo- boxing I enjoy watching. Especially the the the, the, the top level fights because I appreciate like the chess match as such. But if I'm honest, mate, I just I love watching football, mate. <laughs> I love watching football. Oh, uh <laughs> is it
0: because in um, combat sports especially like the mixed martial arts side you, you don't understand the um, jujitsu? but is it the the case that maybe uh, people from the outside who've never really been in a competitive fighting scene and they've never been put in in that situation um, is it that usually when it comes to watching the fight and when it comes to who won who lost most people just go by who fought more ferociously, who gave more punches, who came out much more offensively in the cage of the ring?
1: Um, do you know what it is? I just it just do not excite, it do not get me out of bed, it doesn't excite me. i just rather watch football like that. Do you know what it is? Because all, all I ever do, I go to the gym in the morning I train all day. I'll get because I live so far away as well. Okay. I live an hour away from the gym, so I get to the gym at nine o'clock in the morning. It's what time is it now? It's eight o'clock, and I'm just, I'm still yeah. sat outside the gym. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah. I've, I've I'm in the gym all day. I get home. All my friends ever talk to me about is fighting. All yeah. anyone else normal outside of, of Thai boxing. All they know me as is a fighter, so all they ever talked to me about was fighting. So it's just like all my life ever is—he's is fighting, fighting, fighting. I just—that's why I look forward to watching football and stuff because it's not fighting; it's something totally different, and I just love watching football.
0: Okay, no, uh, that that does make it does make a lot of sense to me. Um. You can tell me to my mind my, my own business if you want to, but um, when you've lost a fight, and that's something that maybe fighters don't like talking about, or anyone likes talking about um, so much. But when you've lost a fight, I mean, what? How do you feel? I mean, um, do you get lots of naysayers and haters that um, on social media might, might come and just really try and have a go at you, try and put you down, and lots of naysayers like just. Um, you know, you know what it's like out there, especially yeah. in places like, such as Twitter. It's I call it a sewer because sometimes people just say th- something for the sake of it, and social media and all the devices we now have are oh, obviously correct. <laughs> you know exactly what I mean. I mean, do you get a lot of that after you maybe um, lost a fight? Because I did hear when you speak. Do you with know Pindi. what it is? I,
1: uh-huh. I, I get some, even if you've won fights, you still get people crit- critique you. Even if you've won fights, oh, you can do that better, or, or you can do that better, and then you'll click on the profile. And his name will be like Ricardo from Peru, who you can quite clearly see just sat on his sofa, and it's like, come on, mate. Like, and you know what I mean? It's just some random dude from middle of nowhere who's just like probably never done a combat sport in his life. It's, you just take it with a pinch of salt. I mean, the what I used to see them sort of negatives and be like, I don't really like seeing that. And it used to affect me, but now I, I, I couldn't give a monkeys. You know what I mean? I, what I do is a sport. It's not do or die. It's a sport at the end of the day. And I'm there to test myself against the best, fight the best. I test myself against the best at the highest level. If I lose, I lose. Don't don't get me wrong. If if I lose, it hits me hard. It hits me very hard. But the reason it hits me hard is I feel like I've let a lot of people down. I'm a really big ticket seller, um, and when people have spent all the hard earned money, people travel all over the world to watch me. I fought in Germany at the beginning of the year. I've sold eighty odd tickets in Germany, and it's like I lost. And seeing how much it affects like obviously everyone gets so happy when you win. But I've got like I say, I've got a good fan base. When when we win, we win together. When we lose, we also lose together. So mm-hmm. to see people get upset and gutted when I lose, do you know what I mean? I feel like I've let everyone down. So that's what really knocks my like it knocks me a little bit for that sort of stuff. But as for the the little trolls and stuff uh, doing a sport and it uh, don't really bother me.
0: Even if a fighter has lost, whether it be mixed martial arts, uh, Muay Thai, boxing or um any other form of combat sport, I always say to myself, I mean, you get these people pushing the um losing fighter down, but will they have the balls or the guts to go to step in their shoes and walk into that cage or ring and do what they just did? I mean, do you ever... Have you ever tried to find out just why, even why one of them would do or say what they're saying while they go? Because they don't even know you, do they?
1: Do you know what? I used used to reply back to them sometimes. used to really annoy me. Like proper, proper, it used to really annoy me. But it's just, I think I'm 25 now. You know what I mean? When I was like 18, 19, 20, I kind of shot up the ranks really quick I was UK number one by the time I was 19 and um, that's when obviously you start getting eyes on you and then, then you've got people oh no he don't kick right because I, I kick quite flat footed oh no he don't kick right he's not on his toes blah 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 and it's like well hang on a minute it's working right? and plus you've got some of the best kickers in the world Sing super Superlet like they all kick flat footed are they wrong? Do you know what I mean? So it just—I used to argue back with him, and now it's just like I take it up been stride. It does not bother me. You
0: know, one of the things that um I do love about the fight scene overall—not just mixed martial arts, but a, a BJJ, um, uh, boxing, and Muay Thai fighting, kickboxing—um, here in the UK is that, and even in neighbouring Ireland, is that a lot of the fighters are talented, and a lot of the promoters do host a very good fight card. And very entertaining fight card. What I really dislike and I find is quite disheartening. Disheartening is that the media don't give the um pro- the the fighters and the promoters the appropriate and the well deserved exposure for delivering such an uh, entertaining event and also allowing these guys to display their skill and show how talented they um they are. I mean, what is your what do you think um of the UK fight scene at the moment? Is there anything about it that you don't like or you know think could be a lot better uh
1: don't get me wrong i think it's getting better especially the tie scene obviously now you've got hitman they've now collabed with one championship so that's getting a few more eyes and stuff like that um like that show this weekend at the o2 indigo that was was huge Mm. but like you say i mean we're still getting not paid nowhere near enough what we should be. Um, and I'm I'm fairly fortunate because I fight at that probably the highest level. I can make some money, not enough to like live off, but like some money. These people who are doing it as a hobby, they're fighting for like next to no if not nothing, risking injuries and. Plus it costs money to do fight camps, you know what I mean? I'm fairly lucky because I've got a good following. I've got sponsors, I've got yeah. stuff that what what I can't it does allow me to do it full time. But for all these people who work full time as well as fight it's do you know what I mean? It's it's not good at the end of the day. But I suppose that is combat sports, like that's that's the same with everything, you've kind of got to earn your stripes to get to that level where you can do it full time. But definitely for like, apart from MMA and boxing, if you're not, at even if you're at the top levels in these sports, you're not really, unless you're like a small percentage, you're not really earning life changing money.
0: With the with the success you've achieved so far in the sport, and you're still still very young, you're only twenty five, is there any particular yeah. figure in Muay Thai or combat sports as a whole that does that you do look up to and that that does inspire you to to compel and propel yourself forward onwards all the time, no matter the kind of obstacle that come your way?
1: Uh, there's multiple people, absolutely multiple people. A big inspiration of mine who I looked up to is in my gym. Liam Harrison. Um, obviously, he's, I look up to Liam, not only from a fighting sense, but more of a business sense. He's He's got his website, so he makes money through his websites. He's, the way he promotes himself on social media, I look at how he promotes himself, his videos, his reels, stuff like that. He's got his YouTube, so I've started my like, YouTube and such like that. I, I take a lot of pointers off him and I learn so much through that sort of sense because... I don't just want to be a fighter. I want to become a brand. I want to make as much money as possible. I'm not in it for just... Yeah, I am a fighter and I love fighting, but at the end of the day, I'm a prize fighter. I want to make as much money as possible. So, yeah, I'm I'm not in it for fighting till I'm God knows how old and decrepit and stuff like that. I want to make as much money in as little time as possible, come out with as little injuries and hopefully achieve stupid heights where I can say I am one of the best.
0: So, definitely, I was going to ask you about the uh, future plans you have. Definitely, at some point, we will be seeing you fasting on the main card of, say, one championship.
1: I I hope so. I mean, like I say, every. All these fights what I'm doing now, I keep saying it's just another stepping stone where I want to be. I mean, one championship is where I want to be, but I want to be winning the one championship world title. I think, realistically, I think one championship would suit my style to a T. Them little gloves, look, my last five, four of them have resulted in knockouts and four of them have ended up in being fight of the night. So, I mean, if I don't, that resume just off my last five fights don't scream that my style suits one championship, I don't know what because 'cause I'm known for heavy, having heavy hands and with them little gloves it'd it probably suit me to a T. So I've i I've just got to keep winning fights and hopefully I get noticed. So yeah. What
0: advice is it <laughs> that you'd give what what advice would you um give to any new and up and coming athletes are just about entering the the sport, and especially they are they've they're not too far far away from having their first professional bouts.
1: Just enjoy it, if I'm honest. Train train as hard as you can, but enjoy it. Don't cut corners. Enjoy it, and do you know what? Don't put too much pressure on yourself. At the end of the day, it's a sport. Treat it as a sport, not life or death.
0: Um. Well, I think just two last questions. Uh, what well, one last question? When I mean, though, it might be still be early days. Very early days. Um, any idea uh, when your next fight's gonna be?
1: Yes, yeah, so my next fights in February. Okay. Um, I'm fighting in Manchester against Josh Hill, and then I think I'm fighting in April against Dempenom, who is the current penny champion. So that one's not set in stone yet, but. April, uh, February is confirmed so yeah next year could be a big year um, like I say notes it's one of them I take everything as it comes you know what the fight seems like things can change all all the time but as it looks at the minute yeah it's going to be a good it's going to be a good 2024
0: Last but not least, any shout-outs you'd like to give? I'm sure you do have a big following, so the list may be endless.
1: No, the list probably is endless. So I'd just like to say a massive thanks to everyone who supports me. I don't really say fans as such. It's more friends. Do you know what I mean? Everyone who comes to support me, everyone who messages me, all my sponsors, all my training partners, my family. Just thank you if you if you do like support me
0: um just lost so my thought there, guys thank you for watching thank you for listening Who you've um, watched or listened this far joe thank you for coming on the show and thank you very much when are you coming on just after long day's hard work um at the gym where you teach and train don't guys don't forget to like subscribe and subscribe and if you're um if you're listening to this on the audio platforms you can catch this on Spotify, iTunes, and Google Podcasts, and many other um, audio platforms. Joe, once again, thank you so much for coming. I'll definitely be having you back on the show again
1: very soon. Not okay. a problem. Thank you very much. Take care. Peace.